It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Are you ready? On 97.5, 1280, The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Hashtag NBA. Gobert in on Durant. Nearly traveled. Hustling rebound over to Fournier. And he hits. Evan Fournier under a minute. Final seven seconds here. Lillard puts it up. Holiday. No, and that will do it. So France has beaten the United States in the first game in Pool A. Final score, 83-76. I mean, you know, I think it's a group effort. You know, you, you always got somebody like Kevin Durant and, and Draymond Green who have been in this position before. I've been to the, I mean, the finals plenty of times and uh, been in situations like this. So, but we, we also have a team who's been through a lot of adversity. And I feel like we all kind of feel the disappointment and, and we all want to get back out there and, and play and prove ourselves and prove how good of a team we could be. That's Drew Holiday talking about the United States losing to France, 83-76. Some people can tell you what happened. Other people can tell you what's going to happen. Ever heard that before, Yuck? I think I'll borrow it right now. Evan Fournier, the legend, goes for 28 points. And let's face it, the USA got out-hustled down the stretch. They got out-shot down the stretch. They had the lead at halftime. Durant got in foul trouble in the third quarter, and they went from eight points up to six points down. It was a bad third quarter. But in the fourth quarter, USA was back in charge. They were up by seven in those final four or five minutes. All France, a 16-2 run. Gobert had 14 points, nine rebounds, but to play the game, he drove and threw this awkward-looking shot, and he missed, and a rebound got tipped out into the corner. But one team ran after the ball and made a diving save, and the other team watched while Fournier drained a three. And that was that. Now, it's group play. It's a very forgiving format. You get three games in pool play here, and at least two and maybe three teams are going to make it out of the group. So look for the U.S. to blow out. Iran on Wednesday. They're way better. Iran doesn't have all the pros, obviously, that France has. Uh, Nicholas Batum's also on that team. A lot of NBA guys on that team. And this could be the one where the tiebreaker can come down to uh, margin of victory in your three games. What's your plus-minus as a group? So, look for the USA to run them off the floor Wednesday. And, of course, it's on Peacock behind a paywall, so... If you have Comcast, though, you're good to go. You get Peacock with Comcast because it's owned by the same people. Luka Doncic goes for 48 points in Slovenia's 118-100 win over Argentina, tied for the second highest in Olympic history. So there you go. Olympic basketball. We'll see if the USA can... Well, they ought to get it together Wednesday. That's not the real test. Saturday, when they play the Czech Republic, that'll decide... uh, if they're sweating it out or if they're advancing easily. 8 of the 12 advance, so they're in pretty good shape there. Pelicans officially announced hiring a Phoenix Suns assistant. Willie Green is their new head coach. He also worked with the Warriors as an assistant, so counting on that pedigree. Warriors, Suns, had a lot of success. Good to be with the Suns this past year. DJ and PK. Hashtag NFL. 
You know, just having a year I had last year, don't really need more motivation than that. And, um, you know, I just know the type of player I am, and uh, I don't think I, I showed that last year. And so, you know, I got a lot to prove. Um, so, you know what I mean? I just made sure I didn't leave any, any doubt out there that, that uh, I didn't do as much as I, I needed to do. That's Ezekiel Elliott. He did not have as good a year statistically a year ago. Now, there are reasons for that. There's a couple theories floating around. One, he's now taking a lot of punishment in the NFL, and he's slowing down a little bit. That's not the one he likes. I think the one he likes is, hey, they're going to have Dak Prescott back, and defenses won't be loaded up to stop him. He ran for 979 yards, which is not, not a bad total, but... He'd averaged 1,400 yards the two years before that. And, of course, his rookie year, he had a 1,600-yard season. So, see if Ezekiel Elliott gets it back with Dak Prescott back at quarterback and a little more more of a threat in the passing game, opening things up for him. Arizona Cardinals star pass rusher Chandler Jones has requested a trade. He's been unhappy with his contract, missed the offseason as a result. Cardinals don't want to trade Jones, expect him to report to camp, which begins tomorrow for the Cardinals. If you don't report... Well, then you can get fined. And Deshaun Watson didn't want to get fined, so he showed up on time. Under the NFL's new collective bargaining agreement, teams can no longer forgive fines. Watson would have been fined $50,000 for every day he was absent from camp, despite his desire to be traded, and also having 22 active lawsuits against him alleging sexual assault and inappropriate behavior. You know the theory that when you trade a star player, this is true in the NFL, although it's more an NBA thing, but it's still true in the NFL. When you trade a star player, you don't get full value back. That's especially true if your if your player has 22 active lawsuits against him. DJ and PK. Hashtag college football. New Pac-12 Commissioner George Klavkov told ESPN on Friday his conference is not actively seeking new members, but is open to discussions with potential candidates. His quote, I consider the Pac-12 an exclusive club with a high barrier to entry. We love the schools and the teams we have today. We're not actively seeking to poach any teams from any conference, but we'd be foolish not to listen if schools call us. So basically, he left everything in play there. Sucked up, sucked up to his uh, his new bosses. Hey, we're an exclusive club. You're not out there soliciting, but realistically left the door open. I'm not sure if we want Oklahoma State and Texas Tech and Kansas, but hey, if they call us, we'd have to figure out who the fourth would be because those are the only three who really fit. Baylor, no chance. No chance. TCU, probably not. Doesn't carry all the baggage Baylor carries, but I just don't think private schools look that good to the Pac-12. And looking for research institutions and all that, Kansas is the only one that really fits academically. Now, athletically, do they need Oklahoma State and Texas Tech? As Barry Trammell told us, longtime reporter and now columnist in Oklahoma City, Hey, makes you more valuable as a TV network. Now you can play in four time windows. You can play those early games in the central time zone and then play late night on the West Coast and play all day long. So the Pac-12 is doing math, seeing how much value those schools bring, and then we'll have to see if, if they're coming. Oklahoma and Texas, the Big 12 Executive Committee, met with the presidents of Texas on Sunday amid speculation that two schools intend to leave for the SEC. The quote afterwards, my gosh, Bob Bowlesby, in a statement, yikes, just put on the boots and wait in, folks. The pen has to, the corral's got to be cleaned. The meeting was cordial, 
and the executive committee expressed a willingness to discuss proposals that would strengthen the conference and be mutually beneficial to OU and UT, as well as other member institutions of the conference. I expect we will continue our conversations in the days ahead and look forward to discussing thoughts, ideas, and concepts that may be of shared interest and impact. Yeah, man, that's why I put the waiters on it all the way up uh, to the hip. PR people, I need you to craft something for me. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so basically, Texas and Oklahoma get more than a full share. That's it. Got to find a way to give more money. One and a half shares. One and a half shares. But if you do the math, if you lose Oklahoma and Texas, what's the payout going to be? If you stay together... How much are they going to give you? And by the way, as soon as you're done with the executive committee meeting, then West Virginia calls the ACC, Kansas calls the Big Ten, Oklahoma State and Texas Tech call the Pac-12. What can we get if we come? And that's what it comes down to. How much money are worth of you guys? How much money do we have to give Oklahoma and Texas to keep them to stay? Or do Oklahoma and Texas say we just need the prestige of the SEC? This is going on. It's always going to be like this. Barry, Barry Trammell laid out the money. Well, they're getting about $30 million and the SEC's getting about 44 and if they join them, then everybody gets a little over 60 Share and a half? Two shares? What does it take? Because they're calling the ESPN, too, right now. Does our payday go down to $20 million a year? Does it go down to 15 Does it go down to 10 What if we had BYU? What if we had BYU in Houston? What if we had Houston and Memphis? What if we had BYU, Houston, Memphis, and Cincinnati? I mean, they're going through all the permutations. The ADs and the presidents are about to earn their money right now. They are running some numbers right now. Arizona State tight ends coach Adam Brenneman is on paid administrative leave amid an NCAA investigation of possible recruiting violations, the university confirmed last night. So he thought that this was going to wait for the end of the season, or at least late in the season? Eh, maybe not. Other coaches being looked at, who else is going to go? Tight ends coach, you're a recruiter. Big time. Big time. So we'll see where this goes from Arizona State. This is uh, the beginning, not the end, I think most people expect. But what is the end? An excellent question. DJ and PK. Hashtag Major League Baseball. Swing on a ground ball. Backhanded by Keeboom. Coming to the plate. The throw, the tag. Safe! He's safe! And the Orioles have walked it off! scores the Orioles are celebrating right around first base teammate of his Will Smith hits a high fly ball to slight left center field it is carrying it is gone a home run Will Smith puts the Dodgers in front three to two oh Tani right field a laser and it's gone 35 Shohei Showtime in Minneapolis, 35th home run. That ball's crushed. Okay, Yach, in the next segment, find the Twins broadcast because that's what we were given uh, on our feed for TV, and we played it night and day. Night and day. Let's see if I can find it. It is classic going back and forth. You can cut the two together. You don't need the whole thing, but oh, my gosh. Yeah, the Minnesota announcers were a little less than excited. That was a 2-2 game in the sixth inning. Otani homered. The Angels got three in the ninth, and they won 6-2. Otani's got 35. That gives him three more homers than anybody else in the major leagues. Uh, You also heard in there Will Smith 
Break a 2-2 tie for the Dodgers. His solo homer in the eighth. Dodgers beat the Rockies 3-2. Chris Taylor had hit solo shots in the first and the fifth inning. Dodgers get the win. They keep pace with the Giants. Lamont Wade Jr. Homer twice to power the Giants to net a, yet another win. Is there a... As their surprise season, their incredible season continues, they salvaged that game against the uh, against the Pittsburgh Pirates. The weirdest game of the day, Yankees and Red Sox. Domingo Herman is throwing a no-hitter. He is dealing through seven innings. And they're up four to nothing. But he gives up a leadoff double in the eighth. So they take him out. He's probably passed his pitch count and all that. And they go to the bullpen. And the bullpen was horrific. It was a disaster. And the Red Sox scored five times in the eighth inning. And they come back and beat the Yankees. So it goes from no-no headed into the eighth. Everyone in New York feeling good. And the Fenway crowd all down. Like, are we going to break this thing up? Or are we going to get no hit? And then the Yankee bullpen comes in and throws gas on that baby. And the Red Sox win the game with five in the eighth. You Darvish roughed up. Miami beats San Diego 9-3. Darvish falls to 7-5. The Padres trading three prospects, apparently, to the Pirates. Sources tell multiple reporters. And the Padres trying to acquire Adam Frazier. So they get an all-star at second baseman. Which is weird because the Padres have an all-star second baseman. But Cronenworth can play first base. He can DH. Uh, I think there's a thought that he could play left field if he had to. He pitched in college at Michigan. He's played some shortstop. So he's an all-star second baseman, but jack of all trades. They'll find another spot for him in the lineup. They'll get his bat in the lineup. First base, I think, though, is the uh, is the plan right now. So Padres had a bat, and if they if this actually goes through, Frazier's 29. He signed for another year and a half. That will be an awesome infield. That'll be four bats in the infield, big time. With Manny Machado at third and Fernando Tatis Jr. at shortstop. Bees lost 10 to 6 to the Las Vegas Aviators. Same two teams square off again. Smith's ballpark. Get your tickets at SLBs.com. Coverage begins at 6:15 here on the zone. Hashtag RSL. Real Salt Lake beats Colorado Rapids 3-0. The first goal. An own goal. Horrific at the feet of Yarborough. I watched it happen and I couldn't believe it was happening. He looked up. Fender played the ball back to him. He looked up, trickled off his feet, threw his legs into the goal. He ran around, tried to save it, almost got there, but the whole ball got all the way over the line, and it was a gift. And then Bobby Wood with a great goal on the counterattack. Rubio Rubin came off the bench and matched him with a nice goal late, and that's it. RSL with the win over Colorado. They jump into seventh place. They're only five points out of third place. And those four draws at home have cost them eight points. The loss at home to San Jose is driving them nuts. Shouldn't have happened. Well, and the loss to LAFC at 
probably at home shouldn't have happened either. It's easy to play woulda, coulda, shoulda, and pull five points back. And you can pull more than that. But they're in seventh, not in third, so that's the way it is. And RSL hitting the road now, three games. And the first one's the easiest one. That's the one they got to get against the Dynamo. They got a lot of depth now. Menendez made his debut. He looks sharp on the ball, nutmegging guys, blowing by. He just he wants to turn and take guys on one-on-one. You want the ball at his feet. It's exciting. You don't know what's going to happen. And every coach is going to be saying there's got to be a second defender off the shoulder. Cannot leave guys one-on-one on an island against this, this guy. So it'll be Houston, L.A., the Galaxy, and then Portland. Three games on the road in eight days starting next Saturday in Houston. And Houston should be the easiest of those three games. But they got the depth to rotate through guys and multiple guys for positions. So it's not like that will be helpless in the next two, but the first one is the one they really need to get. Team USA beat Jamaica. 1-0 is now the scoreline. That's it. They played four games in the Gold Cup, and they've won three of them 1-0. They beat Martinique 6-1. But everybody else won now 83rd minute before they got that goal to beat Jamaica. They're on to the semifinals to face Qatar on Thursday. What is trending? Brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. There is no job too big or too small. Get the personal touch with Shamrock Plumbing. Call them at 801-295-1690. That's Shamrock Plumbing. Coming up, Ryan Abraham, USCFootball.com, host of the podcast of champions at 805. We'll look ahead to Pac-12 Media Day. See what he thinks of the potential expansion targets with Oklahoma and Texas flirting, or more than that, with the SEC. Steve Cleveland, DJ and PK's Basketball Insider here at 9 o'clock to talk draft and to talk about locks theory. And we just replayed that for you this morning. If you missed it on Thursday, it's up at 1280thezone.com along with every hour of every show and all the interviews pulled out so you can listen to whatever you want at 1280thezone.com or wherever you get podcasts. But David Locke, I ran the theory by him that they've got four years, and the only thing he said is, yeah, uh, three. With Donovan and with Rudy Gobert, they might have more than three. FC how it plays out. I mean, if you're trying to repeat as defending champs after three, maybe everybody's got a different attitude. But I got a plan. I got to be all in in the next three years. So do you want to draft a rookie? Is there someone who's really going to help you in the playoffs in the next three years? Or do you want to use that roster spot and that little bit of salary to go get one more veteran? who can come off the bench and, and help you with one matchup in a tight spot in a series. We'll run all that by Steve Cleveland at 9 o'clock. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.